Broadcasting from Charlotte, North Carolina on Sports Byline USA. Uniting sports fans everywhere, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Everything that has transpired since Leah was diagnosed with cancer has really been inspired by God. For the next hour, we will unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. As a man of faith, man, it's just confirmation for me that, you know, that's what's real. Bringing you high-energy and thought-provoking sports talk with a purpose. This is about, like, the Lord's blessed opportunity and, and becoming, you grow and you learn things. Now, from his mic to your ears, this is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to Unpacking It, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Really appreciate you joining us today. We're coming to you on the Sports Byline USA Network and radio stations across the country, as well as the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, and SiriusXM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio. We've got a full show for you today with two interviews. First, we're going to hear from head coach Hugh Freeze, who recently took over at Liberty, and he's got quite the story, as things did not end well at Ole Miss because of his mistakes off the field. And so we're going to hear all about what he's learned, his life since then, and, and really the, the story of grace and forgiveness uh, in his life and the role that, that faith has played and, and really how God has worked in his life uh, since then and, and even in his marriage. And so it should be a fascinating interview, so you'll, you'll definitely want to, to hear uh, really what he has to say, and, and, I, and I hope that his, his transparency and honesty will come across and, and that we can all be encouraged today. We're also going to be joined by Andrew McCutcheon, outfielder with the Philadelphia Phillies, a, a former NL MVP, and so we're going to get his thoughts on his new team and a lot going on with the Phillies this offseason, and Andrew's coming off quite the 2018 year uh, playing for a couple different teams, bouncing around, and so we're going to hear all about his story, and, and I think you'll uh, enjoy uh, what he has to share with us today. And then later on the show, we'll do our segment, Unpack This, about players listening to college basketball coaches. It's all coming up right here on Unpacking It. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. I'm Bryce Johnson. Glad to be with you today. Check out our website, unpackingit.com. And joining us now is college football coach Hugh Freeze. He was the head coach of Ole Miss from 2012 until 2016 and won the Sugar Bowl in 2015 this past December. He was named head coach of Liberty University. He is a husband and the father of three daughters. He is also a speaker for an upcoming event called the Game Day 2019 Simulcast. He joins us today to discuss football, family, grace, and the term toxic masculinity, Coach, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? 
I'm good, Bryce. How are you guys? Uh, doing great today and, and excited to have you on the show. And and so it, it's the off season. You're the, the, the new coach at Liberty. Take us into what goes into the first couple of months taking over a program. Oh, it's a whirlwind. It's um, there's really no off season when you take over that first year. To be quite candid, you're just um, you're enamored with recruiting when you get a job in the middle of the recruiting season, particularly with the early signing period now. And it's just uh, pretty chaotic trying to get a staff in place and uh, to you know go out and get your your class in a matter of three weeks or less. So it's. Uh, it was crazy whirlwind, but uh, fun and enjoyable, and think we, uh, you know, did well for the time we had and in, in getting this class. And now we're turning our attention into getting ready for spring ball. That that's awesome. And so, why do you think Liberty ended up being the best fit for for you as a head coach? Man, you know, when you're you're going through those decisions, uh, they're never real easy because when you have several different options that all look very good um you you just you know, sometimes i don't know how it works for most people out there that are listening but sometimes i don't always get just a a direct piece or a direct answer when you're praying or thinking and talking about these decisions but uh this one when Jill and i visited here and kind of just saw the vision of the administration for their football program and obviously, the environment here is is one that's attractive to us. Also, is um, it just felt like and, and the opportunity. This was really the only one that I had that provided me an opportunity to step back in as a head coach. The mm. other options I had was to be an offensive coordinator, which I was excited about those two, and and just you know, it's part of you that kind of wants to just go score points and, and work on an offensive game plan and not have to deal with all the things that a head coach has to deal with. But uh, my wife has great wisdom. She's been my rock um, to lean on in these kind of decisions. And um, she had great wisdom and insight in it. That I, And we just really felt like this was uh, the best opportunity and moving forward and also for our family, or my three kids. And I uh, just thought this was kind of the best fit. And I was able to surround myself with people that, played for me or coached with me and that excites me to give those guys opportunities to to coach at the FBS level so uh, really the vision though and the support that they're putting into the football program here uh, to try to make it one of the best group of five schools in the country was really attractive to me and I think uh, building something has always motivated me and and hmm. uh, that's that's why we ended up here I, I can relate to that no I love that we're talking with coach Hugh Freeze here on unpacking it and and of course you were you were out of coaching for a couple of years and so how do you think that time away will make you a better head coach moving forward well i do think that anytime you you know people in general i think everyone goes through a season in life or multiple seasons in life where you've either been disappointed or you've had some type of uh temporary failure i don't like to think of things as failure because uh, you know, life's never over. The game's not over. You've got to keep playing the next play. And uh, there's so many stories of people in the Bible or in life that have made either a poor decision or had disappointments come their way, whether it was of their own making or, or whether it was just uh, circumstances that came into their life. And how you handle those, I think, really speak volumes about the foundation of your core values and who you are. And, and so as as I was off those you know, two seasons, I was still able to do a lot of speaking and a lot of consulting with different football teams and 
my whole deal now with when talking with kids and with families and with people is listen for most of my life when i stuck true to my core values of faith attitude mental toughness integrity and love uh, man success and blessing really followed that and i also can speak to when you don't follow those core values, man, there's some consequences that you're probably not going to like. And I really don't want you as a player of mine or a friend of mine or someone I can speak life into to say, listen, I had to, I, I, I didn't enjoy that and I don't want you to go there. So let's, let's come up with the game plan to really follow your core values so that you don't have to experience uh, that of your own making anyway. That still doesn't mean that, you know, life is cruel and, and sometimes things come into your life that you have no, you, you didn't design it, you didn't cause it, but yet they come. But I think in both, you know, situations, how you handle that really matters. And um, I, I'm not sure that God really cares about my comfort mm. or my happiness so much as he does my holiness and my surrender to him. And uh, even in the difficult times. Amen. That's strong. Coach Hugh Freeze head coach at Liberty University, joining us here on Unpacking It. And, and so along those lines of, of the, you know, the things you've learned and, and, the, and the perspective that, that has changed to, to a certain extent during those, those years off of, of coaching, how, how has that maybe played out as you view the role of being a head coach? And, and maybe how are you going to approach it differently this time around? Yeah, truthfully, I, I know people want some um... – great answer on this, but truthfully, I, I'm not going to change much as far as uh, how I approach leading a program. Mm. Uh, the way I've I've led a program at Lambeth or Arkansas State or Ole Miss, I, it worked, and, and I, I don't, it's just not a whole lot I will change other than, you know, just making sure that I'm I'm transparent also about in my personal life um, when I didn't follow those you know, I did not like the consequences. And mm-hmm. so you now can share both sides. When I walk into a home, most families have had some types of ups and downs or struggles, and now they can really relate to me <laughs> and I can relate to them as where before there was a lot of people that probably thought, well, man, I can't relate to that guy. You know, he, he seems like he's got everything and all, all things are all, you know, going smooth. And when you know as well as I do, I still am a husband and a father, and and that doesn't always go smooth. Those two, you know, there's always battles in a marriage, and there's always battles as a as parenting your kids, and and wondering how do you do that, and and so now I think I'm more relatable probably to in in some people that have had different types of struggles in their lives, but. Uh, the same way I, I started building the programs at Arkansas State and Ole Miss is the same exact way that I'm doing it right now and here in the here and now. And it's, the one thing that I can say is being away from it from for those two seasons. It's certainly man, don't forget the blessing of being called coach. Hmm. And there's a responsibility that comes with that, and I need to be faithful to that responsibility and strive to meet that every single day. Was there ever any part of you that that considered not going back into coaching? Were, were those conversations uh, did they take place within your family? Just in regards to not even wanting to be back in in the public eye anymore. You know that is a battle in my mind that takes place. I, I never thought um, I have to fight that some because the easy thing would have been to uh, continue doing what I was doing or uh, do it at a at a place that didn't have uh, as much maybe attention to it as the college football scene. Yeah. 
Um, but I just, you know, God has created you to, to do certain things and has given you gifts to do certain things. And I think we've got to be faithful with those gifts, regardless of what men may say. You know, I kind of got to a point that I realized that I had several idols in my life. Uh, one was the applause of men. And uh, once you kind of uh, fire every one of those as validators hmm. and you and you try to please uh, the one that matters, um, all of the negative things that people may say or continue to try to uh, drag up, or it really doesn't matter. What matters is, you know, what am I doing with the platform God's given me at this moment in my life as a husband, father, leader of, of a program? We need to take a quick break, but we've got plenty more with Coach Hugh Freeze from Liberty University right after this. Coming up in just a little bit, Andrew McCutcheon will join us. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. More sports, faith, and life coming up on Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. We're unpacking sports, faith, and life with Hugh Freeze right now on Unpacking It. We're in the middle of a great conversation with him. Uh, really appreciate his transparency and, and honesty as, as we talk about mistakes he's made in the past, but also the excitement that he has now being the head coach at Liberty. And we continue with him now. And, and so, Coach, you, you've already shared with us, but, but have been very public, not only about your faith, but, but also the, the mistakes you've made in your personal and professional life in the past and wanting to now use your platform to encourage and challenge other people and to, to push ahead and, and move forward. Uh, but I think for, for our listeners, and, and, and my heart is to always challenge and encourage sports fans and, and those that listen to this show, and, and to be able to use the lessons of, of other people to be able to implement those into our own lives. And, and so when I think about your story, the, the, the two first words that, that come to mind are, are grace and forgiveness. And so I, I thought we'd maybe just start there. But, but what is your perspective on, on both of those two words and, and how... Uh, clear and evident they became in your life? Well, uh, you know, I, I don't think any person, um, and I don't wish for any person to ever have to live out their worst moment in, in the public eye. Mm. Um, I had a clear understanding of grace. Um, I have for many years. Um, but ha- having to go through something where your worst moment from your past is is played out in a scene where people can draw their own conclusions, make their own assumptions, and, and you really have no defense because you had uh, a sin in your life or a fault in your life that uh, that caused all of the stuff to happen. Um, you, you really have to battle with, um, are you worthy of, of moving forward? But it doesn't take long to read any scripture from... There's so many people throughout the Bible and in life, theirs may not have been public, but, man, that's what God, there's grace that is there for those that own what they did, make the necessary adjustments, and, man, continue to play the game that God's laid out for you. Mm. And and so that battle of whether to get in coaching, whether to not be in, the, in coaching and just be a husband and a father and, and all of those things... Uh, have to be played out in the, in the scope of grace and 
Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that the friends that I have, my family, my wife, um, you know, that never one, never, not one time did anyone, you know, bail on me because they had seen me throughout my life and, and what I was about consistently for many years. Mm. And um, and so I'm just so thankful for grace and forgiveness. And, and the truth really is we can believe lies, but the truth is I never... I never was good enough anyway in and of my own accord, so I can never be good enough to earn God's grace, and I can never be bad enough on a, on my worst day to lose His grace. Mm. And um, that would be giving someone way too much credit because we can't earn it and we can't lose it. So it's one of the most marvelous words that there is and the forgiveness I've experienced. Um, again, I think relationships grow on forgiveness. Peoples may not have been public, but... Um, you know, the Bible's pretty clear about forgiveness. And if you truly can't forgive uh, to the measure you want to be forgiven, man, that, that's a scary that's a scary line to walk. And uh, I'm just so thankful for the forgiveness of, of people close to me and, uh, and their grace. Amen. Coach Hugh Freeze, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and, and along those lines as well, the, the importance of the, the people around you then and now to, to stick with you, there, there's an element of, of accountability and, 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 and accountability partners. What, what did you maybe learn about the, the value of, of that? And, and what is the best strategy that, that each of us can kind of understand what that looks like to, to have accountability partners mm-hmm. in our life to, to help each other stay on the right path? Yeah, and I've had accountability partners, in, and that's this is a, a great discussion because I've I've had them for many years, and and I think they're absolutely necessary, but they only work if everyone that's involved in it is willing to be transparent and not fight in isolation, mm. and that was the lie that I believed is you know what I, I just I can't tell them exactly what was going on, and and now. I see that as an absolute lie that if you really are going to have accountability partners, man, we've got to be willing to love each other through whatever they're going through within the group and give them the freedom to really be transparent and um, and really dig in and ask. But everybody in it's got to be willing to be transparent also. And you can't believe, well, I'm in this certain position. I really don't need it. They'll think less of me or all of those lies that go through. If they truly love you, they're not. And so uh, I think the the thing I would say to, to the people that are listening that may be walking down a, a slippery slope or are going through something that is uh, this kind of internalized so much, man, bring it to the light mm. and, and, and don't fight in isolation. Man, what a good word from Hugh Freeze here on Unpacking It. And, and, and Coach, you're, you're going to be speaking at the Game Day 2019 Simulcast, which is an event for men uh, being simulcast in churches all across the country on March 30th and August 24th. And, and there, there's a lot of conversation about the term toxic masculinity. And, and so I, I guess you're going to maybe talk a little bit about that at this uh, the event. But, but can you give us a little bit of a preview on, on what you'll be discussing and, and sharing uh, in regards to the, this crisis of masculinity that, that we're experiencing in culture? Yeah, I think what they've asked us to do is, is Jill and I both will be sharing uh, in a Q&A uh, deal, and then I'm going to do a, a segment kind of on my own. Um, but 
you know, really they'll they'll be asking us questions similar to what you've done today. And really the one that's, uh, she, she's so much better at it than I am is Jill talking just about what God has taught her through the trials we've experienced and something we thought was between she and I that happened in our past now now becomes public and, and kind of how she had to deal with that was very challenging and difficult, but it's made us so much stronger and so much closer. And so we're going to, you know, share about that in our Q&A with them. And, and then I think I'm going to share in another Q&A just uh, directed, you know, at men that are trying to chase success, and and which is a good thing, and to provide for their families. and But keep the balance of leading my family and leading my, my own life in a godly manner that that honors him and you know the things that I learned when I did it right and the things that I learned when I didn't do it right and hopefully that uh, can help me in some way yeah cuz cuz what do you find just as as you coach college kids some of the the, the issues that that you continuously see and notice that that you do want to speak into and and you you want these young kids to to understand before they they get out of college with some of these mindsets and and just the way that we've been you know, almost trained and, and taught in, in some ways the negative side of, of who we are as, as men and, and who we're, you know, almost putting on a front to try to be? Yeah, the first thing I, I notice with kids that we recruit today and that are in our, on our team and men in general is we struggle so much with correctly identifying our identity mm. and, and what is truly found in. And then, man, we believe real quickly is found in what social media says about us or what uh, this group of people think about us or say about us when truthfully our identity is what does God say about us mm. and what does his promises say about us and that's where our identity should be found so good Hugh Freeze our guest right now on unpacking it and and, and final question and, and kind of thought as we as we wrap things up today uh, with the head coach at, at Liberty and, and I'm, I'm a follower of Jesus and and I fall short I, I make mistakes and and unfortunately there are many people that that look to Christians and and they they see us make mistakes they see us fall and and it gives them a reason not to believe in God and and so they'll say ah oh, you know Christians are just hypocrites and and it gives them th- this excuse what what do you say to to those people that you know have pointed to you as someone who was an outspoken Christian coach and then you you fall and and now you 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 speak on grace and forgiveness but people say ah I don't I don't believe it I I don't want to uh to hear that be- because I consider Christians hypocrites yeah uh, the first thing I would say to him is I, I agree with him. I, I am a hypocrite mm. and uh, probably always will be my whole life because I don't think I can ever meet the holy standard of a holy God. And But that is the exact reason of why I follow Christ. It's because he measures up on my behalf and, and therefore I'm righteous in him. Um, I'm saved and justified by his death, burial, and resurrection. And I'm on a pursuit of being sanctified. I probably won't get there until the other side of to the to, on this side of heaven anyway. But thanks be to God, I don't have to because the victory I have is in in His Son and and His sacrifice for me. Mm. And that's that is why I follow Christ. I know of no no other way to handle my shortcomings or when I don't measure up, other than being in Him. And I think that is what the gospel is. And too often. Um, uh, the world puts not only levels on sin, and this one's worse than this one, and and because this guy said he was a Christian and he didn't get it right this time, that uh, uh, that he's just hypocritical, and and I won't know part of that. 
And I just want them to understand that um, the reason I am a follower of Christ is because uh, I can't measure up in and of myself, and and I'm just thankful that uh, I have a God that can. Absolutely. Gosh, that's powerful stuff. Let, let's end it right there. R- really appreciate it, Coach, just for uh, for being transparent and sharing and, and just really encouraging uh, to all of us today. And so we wish you the best as you uh, take over the program at Liberty and, and really build that up and, and, and excited to see what, what God continues to, to do in you and through you moving forward. And, and people can check out more uh, about the, the Game Day Simulcast on GameDaySimulcast.com to hear him speak uh, coming up on March 30th and August 24th. Coach, really appreciate you being here on Unpacking It today. Thank you so much, Bryce. He's Hugh Freeze. Thanks so much for joining us. Up next, Phillies outfielder Andrew McCutcheon joins us right here on Unpacking It. Sharing the personal side of sports, this is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA. Hey, hey, it's Bryce Johnson, and really appreciate you listening to the Unpacking It radio show each week. But I want to invite you to check out our website, unpackingit.com, so that you can sign up to receive Unpacking It each day in your email. That's right. We send out an encouraging, challenging, inspiring word uh, through email. It's, it's in written form. It's a, a devotional that takes a current sports story, relates it to the Bible. We call it Unpack This. And you can subscribe for free by going to unpackingit.com. It's designed to help you grow in your faith and, and help you understand the Bible better, all with a little sports and some of the cool stories going on in the world of sports. And so we encourage you to check it out. It's for you, and it's about two minutes each weekday in your inbox. Check it out, unpackingit.com, and subscribe to Unpack This. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as well. Bringing you unique insight into the faith and character of guests from the sports world. Welcome back to Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Thanks so much for joining us on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Hugh Freeze. If you missed any part of it, check out our podcast in Apple Podcasts as well as on our website, unpackingit.com. And while you're on unpackingit.com, be sure to subscribe to our email devotional that we call Unpack This. It's a quick thought about sports, faith, and life, and, and you can sign up for free and receive that in your email each weekday and we take a current sports story and relate it to the bible and joining us now is five-time all-star and former mvp outfielder andrew mccutcheon during the offseason he signed with the philadelphia phillies after spending 2018 with the giants and the yankees andrew began his career with the pittsburgh pirates after they drafted him in the first round of the 2005 mlb draft he made his mlb debut in 2009 he's won a gold glove and the roberto clemente award he's a husband and a father and a follower of jesus andrew thanks so much for joining us here on unpacking it how are you Ah oh, man, I feel good. I feel I feel a lot better now after all that all that stuff. You just hyped me up, so <laughs> feel pretty good about that. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to hype you up, and and of course we'll we'll talk about the upcoming season in just a moment and your new team. But but how was the off season for for you and your family? Man, it's fast. <laughs> so 
it's uh it went by fast, but it was a great one. You know, with having you know family you know, and you know you ha- you having so much fun, and you just love spending so much family time. You know, it seems like time just goes by a lot faster than what it used to. But uh, you know, it's it's been good. It's been a good off season, and now just getting started here in uh, spring. So looking forward to to the season, but but uh, you know, just just enjoying this weather here in Florida and getting to know my my new teammates. That's right. So, so you're now in Florida. Where do you spend your off season? I'm still in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, me and my wife purchased a place uh, in Pittsburgh. We've been there for a little four years now. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been great. Oh, that's awesome. Andrew McCutcheon, our guest right now on Unpacking It. So, so you start off your career, and, and you're in the, the same city, the same team, you know, most of the same teammates. You're, you're the constant there, there in Pittsburgh. And now, last year you had to meet your, your new teammates with the Giants. Then you had to meet new teammates with the Yankees. Now you're starting over again with, with Philly. What, what is that approach like for you, just from a, a relationship teammate standpoint, as far as having to start over, it's kind of something new for you. The last, you know, three teams that you've you've now played for. Oh uh, yeah, I mean the you know getting to know guys, new guys. Um, I mean it can be an adjustment itself, but I mean getting to know guys. I mean it's 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 uh, it's amazing. It's a part of the game, so that's not hard in itself um, to do that. I think the adjustment is, that's hard to make is you know being traded, being on a new team, um, getting adjusted with. Um, just the organization, you know, a different, a different uniform, a different fan base, you know, all those things are, uh, you know, it takes a little longer to adjust to, but, you know, getting to know guys, is that, that's the fun part. You know, you're with those guys, honestly, more than you're with your family. So getting acclimated, uh, acclimated with those guys, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an easy adjustment. It's, it's great to get to know new guys and, um, always look forward to just spending time with them. And, um, you know, that's the fun part of the game. That's, that's the part of the game that when you talk to guys that aren't playing anymore, that's what they miss the most is just, uh, you know, the brotherhood that you have with those with those guys. So I always look forward to it. I always look forward to just being with them all and spending time with them. That, that's cool. Andrew McCutcheon, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And so I, I want to go back to, to 2018 because it, just from my perspective, it seems like a crazy year where – you, know, you you get traded from the Pirates to the Giants, and, and then in the summer the, the Giants trade you to the Yankees, and, and then toward the end of 2018 you, you sign with the Phillies. As you look back on last year, just from, the, from a faith perspective, from a, a baseball perspective, what were your big takeaways from a, a wild 2018? Um, you know, I think it was, it was a good thing for me to be able to kind of bounce around a little bit hmm. prior to free agency. I was able to like uh, you know think about you know what it what is it like to be on a new team, um, what is it like to be in the different divisions, um, being able to handle all those things. You know, just it it was great to kind of bounce around because when leading up to free agency and being on the new team, it wasn't such big of an adjustment because I already experienced it. So for me, I looked at it as a plus. Um, you know, it definitely was a whirlwind at first. Uh, leaving, you know, being traded from the Pirates to the Giants. And um, just because we're, you know, just starting a, a new family. And, um, you know, our, our, our son was only a few months old and, you know, going to, to spring training. And that was that was an adjustment, but um, it was great to experience it all. That's a, that's a great perspective from, from Andrew McCutcheon. And, and so I, I just hear a, a level of, of 
peace and, and just embracing the, the situation with it, which I think is just a great approach to have. How important is your faith in being able to do that, to be able to take on a, a new challenge, to take on a, a new team? How, how does that play out as far as you just relying on the Lord to, to, to be able to, to move on to the next team in the next situation? No, I honestly feel that God is uh, he, he, he driving the car. I'm just in the passenger seat. And, um, you know, I think uh, just having my, my trust in him has definitely, definitely um, helped me big time uh, because, you know, you're trying to do this thing on your own. You're trying to play this game on your own. It becomes really hard. And, uh, you know, this game is based on failure. Um, this is, I believe, the only game where if you look at a percentage, it's a failing percentage, but it's looked at as a, a winning percentage. You know, That's if you right. go three for ten, which is thirty percent, you're 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 uh, you're whole famous. So um, <laughs> you know, it's it's based on failure. So you really have to learn how to deal with it. And um, if if God wasn't in my life, I really don't know how I would get through it. How how I would play this game and deal with the failures and the successes and the trades and and just the outside noise, um, you know, being, um, just having my center of attention on God is definitely important to me. Uh, it's important to my family. And, um, yeah, it's definitely made me who I am. It's why I do what I do. It's why I am the way I am. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, to me, it's the most important thing to have, um, in my life. Amen. Andrew McCutcheon, our guest right now on Unpacking It. He's an outfielder with the Philadelphia Phillies and uh, get, gearing up for, uh, for spring training and, and, and a whole new season uh, in a new city. And, and you also mentioned your, your son. Uh, and, and I'm curious, because uh, actually my, my wife is pregnant with our first. How has fatherhood changed your life? Oh, uh, man. Well, first off, congrats. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And, uh, yeah. Secondly, uh, man, it's it's such an amazing thing, man. You, you know, we, I have a belief in God and I always have had a belief in God, but with something like when you have a kid, man, it really changes your perspective and your outlook on, on God and on the things that are real. Um, being in that room and my wife was, you know, have our son and, you know, she was in labor and then to watch that whole thing unfold, Honestly, to me, I was like, man, only God, that's only God, you know, like you, that's unexplainable. The feeling that you have when you're, you're holding your child, you know, for the first time, there is nothing to me. There's honestly nothing like it. And it just made my outlook and my perspective on God, man, it, it like it changed, you know, it was just like, man, I know this stuff is real. I, I know God is real, but I definitely know he's real after experience or something like that. But just my outlook on life, man. It's been, it's, it's, it's great. I, I look at things from a different lens, um, maybe different experiences. Um, just life, just going through it. Maybe even the decisions that I make. Um, if you just think about your family, man, and that's, that's what I've done. And that's what I do, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. I, I love watching it every day. It makes you laugh every day. Oh. And I get why, you know, I get why people just have the, you know, they just they just have the, the wrinkles from just laughing so much, man. Kids, <laughs> man, they, they just make you laugh so much, and he, you know, he, he he amazes me every day, and um, 
I am, man. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, that that's really cool. That's encouraging to to hear, and, and has me even more excited about uh, our baby here coming soon. So, uh, Andrew, I know you got oh, yeah. you got to get going. I just had one more question for you though, because I, I was reading an article, and and you had someone asked you about free agency, and even some of these other guys that were waiting to see where they end up, and and, and the question that kind of you asked is that the guys, the process, the thought process is, what's my value? What's my worth? Guys are trying to figure out, you know, what teams are willing to pay for their services and all that. And I'm just curious, how do you balance understanding your value in Christ while also understanding the business of baseball and wanting to sign a contract that that makes sense and is, you know, lives up to what you've accomplished as a player? And I don't know. I'm just kind of fascinated by that concept. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, well, first and foremost, when you're going through this process, like when I was going through this process, you know, I knew that I wasn't in this thing alone, first and foremost. I knew that my wife was there by my side. I knew my family, my, my mom, my dad. Um, and, and most importantly, I knew God was, he was running the thing. I knew at the end, I had to sit there and say, God, I know you're in control and you're in complete control of what's going on. So with the decisions that are made, you know, the things that are presented to me from other teams, I'm trusting you with the decision. I'm trusting you with whatever I decide. It's based upon my faith in you. It's based upon all of that. So it's out of my hands. Now, after I said that, I just let everything unfold mm. because I felt the way that it was supposed to happen was the way it was supposed to happen. And now when you mentioned value in my work, now ultimately I know that money doesn't define my work. I know I'm, more, I'm worth more than a paycheck. I'm worth more than... The 50 million I signed. Um, there's a bigger work than when we think of it in, in God's perspective. Now, but at the same time, I know that as I'm playing this game um, and that I'm being offered, I know with my agent and with past numbers and, and everything that's going on, I know that there's a work for me when it comes to dollar signs or whatever that you may have it. And so I said that and I went, hey, this is what I feel I'm worth and this is what. We're going. This is what we're going to shoot, shoot towards. I knew ultimately that it was God's decision. It wasn't mine, and you know that's how we made that. That's how we, you know we made the choice to to, to be here and to be on Philly and, and be a part of it. And I know it was the right decision because I prayed about it. I trusted God in it, and you know, and that that's that's kind of how I went about it. You know, it'd be one thing if I started thinking about myself and saying, "No, this is what I'm worth. Um, nothing can change that." Um, and then trying to make that, trying to make that decision based on just myself and no one else. That that's when it becomes hard. That's when it becomes selfish. And you know, I, I so that's kind of the way that I, I handled it. And uh, I feel real good about it. And you know, um, it was a it was a great process. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the process. It was the first time I was able to ever experience it. Yeah, I'm just I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy with the way things worked out. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be a great few uh, years here. Ah, I love it. Well, it's a wonderful perspective and, and really wish you the best your first season in Philadelphia and, and really appreciate you taking some time to, to join us here on Unpacking It and, uh, and, and have an awesome spring training and, and gear up for, a, for an awesome uh, 2019 season. All right, man, I appreciate that. He's Andrew McCutcheon joining us here on Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. Unpack This is next, and it's about hearing a coach's voice. 
This is Unpacking It. Inspiring conversations and intriguing interviews. More Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson after this. It's Unpacking It. I'm Bryce Johnson. It's now time for our final segment of the week. We call it Unpack This, where I take a current sports story and relate it to the Bible and our own lives. So let's jump right in. As college basketball takes center stage this March, we will see plenty of talented players, but the most attention will be given to the head coaches leading their teams. We will see guys like Coach K and Roy Williams active throughout the game, calling plays from the sidelines, encouraging their players, and pointing out things to keep an eye on. During timeouts, they challenge their players to make adjustments and remind them to remain calm and stay the course. Whether a head coach yells loudly across the court or speaks quietly to a player on the sidelines, he's coaching the entire time. It's up to the players to decide if they listen. In order for players to trust what the coach is saying and to hear him above the noise, they must recognize his voice and realize it's the one that matters most. They must know him and trust him while understanding he's there to point out what they can't see and ultimately direct them toward victory. This kind of relationship can be compared to the one we have with God. As we try to navigate through life, God shows us his love and helps direct us toward victory. It's up to us to listen and to know his voice above all the other noise around us. The Bible tells us the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The more we know God and spend quality time with him, the easier it becomes to discern his true voice and to understand what he's trying to say. He speaks in different ways to different people, but he's always there reminding us to remain calm and stay the course. Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Whether he yells loudly from across the court or tries to pull us aside to whisper something important today, let's take a time out to hear the adjustments our coach lovingly tells us to make. So I hope you're willing to unpack that. Really appreciate you joining me today, and I hope you'll stay connected with us throughout the week on social media and on unpackingit.com. If you have any thoughts or comments about today's show, you can email me, Bryce, B-R-Y-C-E, at unpackingit.com. Until next time, I'm Bryce Johnson, and I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sins. He was resurrected, and through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a wonderful week. This has been Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson on Sports Byline USA and Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio.